Welcome to the Tara Burnett Mindset Podcast, where we chat all things mindset, manifestation, and creating your dream life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited about this topic today. We're going to be chatting all about creating a just a transformative mindset and how you can apply this to literally anything in your life to see success. And this is something that I practice pretty much every single day. It is so important. And um, yeah, I'm super excited to share it with you. So um, this is brought to you by Manifesting Dream Body, which is my nine-week course all about intuitive eating, self-love, using manifestation principles to shift into your dream body as, um, I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that I recovered from binge eating and, um, lost 35 pounds when I started applying these principles and practicing them. So I created a whole course on it and, um, the cart closes at 9 PM on Friday, September 18th. So you can get your spot with the link in the bio. If you'd like to join me, we start September 21st. I can't remember if I said that. <laughs> But it's usually an eight-week course, and I'm adding an additional module, which I'm really excited about, all about maintaining your dream body. And if you are a previous dream body member, you automatically have access for life, so you'll get that as well. Okay, so in order to have success in any journey, whether it is weight loss or starting a business or getting married, like anything like that, your mindset is the key to your success. And without the proper mindset, you are going to be pretty much failing before you even begin because subconsciously you can never work against your subconscious mind. You can never like willpower yourself to success. And that's why diets never work because eventually you're going to come to a point where you cannot do it and you can't fight with yourself any longer. So, I mean, that's the entire point of dream body is that I, I, you can create effortless weight loss in your body when you shift your subconscious mind and shift your beliefs around like, I mean, everything we dive into literally everything in the nine week course, but that's how it resulted in me spending like 16 years dieting and trying and working out all the time. When I finally did this, I saw the weight just like fall off me because I had shifted my mind around it and I worked out less and I ate way more and I stopped dieting. And it was magical, and I could have never thought that that could have happened for me if you've heard my story, um, which I talked about last week. Yeah, so I would love to have you guys if that is resonating with you. Um, so let's chat about like the mindset you'll need and how to capture it with some actionable steps. So you want to go into something knowing that your success is inevitable. And if you have doubts towards your success, that's totally normal. But that's where your mindset work is going to come in to really create effortless results. Um, so how do you know if you have like subconscious or limiting beliefs in regards to your intention? Um, you'll notice that when you set the intention that your ego is going to crop up and be like, what about this? What that doesn't work or I've already tried that before or whatever it is. So if you notice there's kind of like duplicitous thoughts, like part of you is saying, yes, I can totally do this. And the other is saying there's absolutely no way. Then you really want to address the negative one and release it early on before it can grow and get in the way of your progress. So especially if you're thinking in terms of law of attraction, remember that thoughts build on each other and attract more like thoughts. So if you have one negative thought, it's obviously no big deal, but if you ignore it and continues to crop up, it can gain momentum and power, attracting more negative thoughts to it and overshadowing that original like motivation and excitement. 
And that's the reason behind a lot of failed relationships, journeys, anything else. These people allowed the doubts and the negative thoughts um, and limiting beliefs to crowd out the positive. And oh my gosh, there's just like so much I could say on that. Like even in terms of relationship, I think is such a good example. It's like when you first meet somebody, all you can see is their positive attributes and you fall in love and it's amazing. And then they do something more negative and you notice that. And then you may start even to fixate on it. And um, that grows to noticing more negative things about that person. And that just can continue until your relationship is like dead in the water. So I think it's so important to recognize the resistance right away and let it go and um there's two different schools of thought on this in terms of how to like increase the positive thoughts and reduce the negative abraham hicks my idols um says to just continuously redirect and focus your attention to the positive thoughts and the negative will naturally fade away and that can totally work for some people they don't really recommend working through your negative thoughts and trying to figure them out um and i don't recommend like figuring them out either because that can only bring up more negative thoughts and more focus on them but in my experience i do find it really helpful to address the negative emotions and turn them around because this just like Um, I'll explain it in terms of what's coming up for you right now, but um, I'm going to give you a real life example in this podcast, but if I don't address the little niggly thoughts, I find that every time I think about my goal, I still have that underlying like, but what about this? But what about that? And um, that can only continue to grow until it like, I end up failing basically. So it's totally up to you which kind of method you want to use, but the process I'm going to share with you is kind of a combination of both. And I wanted to give you a real life example. So I just started um, the 75 hard challenge. And um, if you follow me on Instagram, you may know that, but it's a 75 day mental toughness challenge that is meant to get you really out of your comfort zone, build grit and confidence and self-worth. And I'm really excited about it. But there, my mindset really had to shift. So the challenge is checking off a certain amount of things every day. It's like take a progress picture, drink a gallon of water, two 45-minute workouts. One must be outdoors, and they must be done at separate times. Follow a quote-unquote diet that applies to your goals. And you guys know I'm not about dieting. I'm just eating intuitively. Um, the next one is no junk food or alcohol. And I'll kind of chat. I chat about that a bit on my Instagram, like, My goal for this challenge is not weight loss or anything like that. It's about mental toughness and really like becoming more mindful. So I'm not saying that I'm eliminating junk food. Maybe, maybe alcohol is a good thing. I think, but, um, I just know with my history that I don't ever want to fully eliminate anything. So my goal for this challenge is to just notice, like if I'm like, Oh my God, I really want ice cream. I really want chocolate. I just want to sit back and really notice it and be like, okay, where is this coming from? Why is that? Is there something else? Is there something I need to address like mentally or emotionally that's coming up for me? And just like, this is my chance to, instead of just always reaching for the ice cream or always having a glass of wine to kind of create a little more of like a pause in between to really address my mindset and really increase my mental toughness. So And then the last thing is to read 10 pages of a self-development book every day. And um, when I refer to like junk food in this blog post, I will always believe that all foods are neutral. And I'm using that term to kind of like explain how they explain it in the challenge. Like they kind of say like no junk food, no sugar. My, and I'm not like 
fully cutting out sugar. Sugar's in everything. But my goal throughout this is to intuitively eat. And if I want a cookie, I'll have it. But I'll, I'll also try and question like what's coming up for me. Um, so let's go through the mindset work in real time. So the first thing to do is set your intention. Um, so whatever that is for whatever you're thinking about in terms of transformation. So my intention is to follow 75 hard as it's written and just challenge my mindset and feel really mentally tough and proud of myself at the end. And then you want to notice like what are the fears and negative thoughts that crop up? And these are the things that came up for me, especially before I started this challenge and yesterday. And I, once I addressed these, um, in this blog post that I wrote, it was such a game changer for my attitude towards this. And I feel like it's inevitable that I'll be successful. So the first resistant or like fear that came up is like, I can't eliminate quote unquote junk food because it will cause me to binge eat again. Um, and I can't eliminate junk because my followers will be upset with me and it doesn't feel aligned with my message. Um, I can't let go of wine because hello, wine and wisdom Wednesdays. P.S. <laughs> we, Lauren and I started a wine and wisdom Wednesdays YouTube channel that you can just search wine and wisdom with Lauren and Tara on YouTube. We have three videos up and a new video every single Wednesday. Shameless plug. Um, and then there is, I can't let go of wine because I love it and it's a social aspect of my life or I can't let go of wine because it's such a happy thing for me and an enjoyable way to unwind. So then you're going to go through each resistant thought and challenge it and then change it. And just FYI, if you want to read this, like I wrote a blog post on this as well. Basically my, um, lately I've just been writing a blog post and then recording a podcast episode about the blog post. You can find most, um, of my recent podcasts as well on blog format on my website. I'm, I'm like a reader more so than, um, listening. So if, if you're like that, so the first resistant thought was I can't eliminate junk food because it will cause me to binge eat again. So then you want to challenge the thought. Is that true? I don't actually know that to be true. Perhaps maybe eliminating junk will eliminating junk food will actually make me feel more in tune with my emotions and so much more energized and happier and like aligned with my higher self. Maybe it will be a really great learning experience for me where I've gotten to this point in my journey where I can take on this challenge without falling back into old habits, which will make me feel so powerful because actually when I really think about it, it's like I do have this like limiting belief that I can't ever like um, cut out anything because I'll, I'm a binge eater and I'm bulimic and it will happen again. And that is a limiting belief. That is not true. So, and so actually that's really glad that I just realized that. <laughs> and, then, and then I talked about how perhaps I can help women on their intuitive eating journey, be able to undertake something that resembles this and not make it about sticking to a diet, but really just like challenging your mindset and becoming more mindful. And then once you challenge it successfully, you change the thoughts. So you kind of choose a new thought. My new thought is incorporating this aspect of the challenge will allow me to tune in more with my emotions and just feel more energized and aligned. So you can see how I just totally eliminated that thought. So now when I think about cutting out junk food, I actually feel excited instead of scared that I'm going to binge eat. I'm excited about like, oh, this is going to be so interesting to tune into my emotions and really notice what's going on in my mind because I don't need to have like junk food every day in order to stay um, binge eating free. Like that is a ridiculous limiting belief that I've created. So the work after that is to continuously come back to that new thought 
and if the old one crops up again, um, I'll kind of explain. I'll, I have like a mantra, so I'll explain that at the end. Um, okay, so if I hadn't addressed the original thought, it could have built on itself, then sounded something like this. So, which was like literally, this was like running through my head last night. And Trevor talked me off the ledge. <laughs> so it was like, the original thought is I can't eliminate junk food because it'll cause me to binge eat again. And then it's like, yeah, I've never had success with that before. Um, this is terrible for my mental health. It's too restrictive. It's unhealthy. This isn't good for my eating disorder. Like I shouldn't do this. And that would have just built up in my mind until I convinced myself not to do this part of the challenge. And I would have missed out on the opportunity to really tap into my emotions and really learn and grow from this whole experience, which is why I'm doing it in the first place. Like I want to grow. I want to recognize I want to be like disciplined in a way that when I commit to something, I'm committing to myself. And that's important to me um, in order to experience success. So that's an example of how a thought can like build and and really like take over the initial positive thought and why I think it's important to challenge and change your thoughts. Um, okay, I'm going to go through all of the thoughts. I don't know if you guys are <laughs> interested in that, but I think it's just very, um, it's a really good practice to hear someone else do it. So the second resistant limiting belief was I can't eliminate junk food because my followers will be upset with me and it doesn't feel aligned with my message. So when I challenge the thought, I ask, is this true? Um, I don't know for a fact that you guys are going to be upset with me and I can't live my life and make my choices based off what my followers think. And I need to experience my own journey and take chances and experiment with things. And it's literally such a huge part of like my personality and my human design to take on things and challenges and then share the journey. Um, and then in order to change the thought, I re rewrote that too. I really love taking on new challenges and then sharing what works and what doesn't with my followers. And maybe I'll come back and write a podcast that's like, yeah, that was a horrible idea. Anyone with a previous eating disorder history should never do that. Or maybe I'll be like, actually, this was really incredible for me and made me realize that I can be fully recovered and I don't ever, I don't have to feel like I must honor every single craving in order to stay binge free. Um, and then the next resistant thought was, I can't let go of wine because wine and wisdom Wednesdays. So challenging the thought is, is this true? It's not required to drink wine during wine and wisdom. And I'm sure a lot of people will really appreciate a new side to it, especially people who don't drink alcohol or may feel triggered watching us drink wine. So I can put delicious kombucha in my wine glass and have the exact same experience. Plus it will be such good practice for me to get used to, used to being social without drinking wine. So when I change the thought, it's I'm excited to challenge myself and to just embrace my authentic self without using wine as a buffer or excuse. And that is like huge. Like that, that does really make me realize how much I do kind of feel like I need wine to like put myself out there and be really like whatever it is, like just as like that, um, I don't know how to explain it. Kind of buffer is kind of the, it's, it's such an easy thing to lean on in social situations, especially when I have social anxiety. And then the other limiting belief, which which is kind of the same as above, like I can't let go of it because it's a social aspect of my life and I kind of already challenged that. And then lastly, um, I can't let go of wine because it's such a happy thing for me and enjoyable to unwind. And when I challenge the thought, like, is this true? Yes, but it can also be a destructive habit when I overdo it and I feel like groggy or hung over the next day. And there are so many other ways I love to unwind from like going for a walk or reading or meditating or journaling. And Trevor and I will find new ways to connect and do different things over the next 75 days, which I think will be so amazing for our marriage and our relationship. 
So when I changed the thought, it's I'm really excited to dive into new ways to unwind and feel closer and more connected with Trevor without eating alcohol. And um, there you have it. So that literally took away all the resistance I was feeling towards this challenge and all my doubts away. And now I can look at these things from just a completely different perspective. And I didn't even realize I was having these thoughts until I wrote them all out. And now I can really feel free to let them go. Um, Okay, so there was a bunch of those that came up and a bunch of new thoughts. And if you're like, oh my God, how can I remember all these new thoughts? It's it's not like um, realistic to think like you can remember them all. And especially if you encounter a stressful situation and your negative old patterns start feeling a lot louder than the positive thoughts. That's where I really create like an all encompassing mantra that I can come back to for the next 75 days. So I try to kind of merge it all together into something I can repeat to myself again and again, that brings up that feeling of relief and excitement. So for me, it's like, I'm excited to challenge my mindset and feel more in tune with my emotions and be fully authentically me while sharing the experience from a place of self-love and balance. And then to shorten it, keep it simple. It's like, I'm excited to challenge my mindset, tune into my emotions and be fully authentically me. And then I put that somewhere where I can see it. I make sure I memorize it. I read it out. I say it out loud as much as I possibly can. Um, especially like, okay, so tonight when it's like wine and wisdom, and I'm thinking the negative thought will crop up like, oh my God, Tara, just drink the wine. Like, this is so silly. Why would you cut that out? And like, you're going to expect Lauren to just drink wine by herself for 75 days. Like what? It's not going to be fun anymore. Like you can hear my ego start cropping up. Like, do you really want to do this? Are you sure this is like a good idea for you? Like you're all about balance and fun. Like, is this balanced and fun? And literally that's what will start going through my head. And I'll just say to my ego, I'm excited to challenge my mindset. I want to tune into my emotions. I want to feel comfortable being authentically me and that will just shut it down right away. So this is just such a powerful exercise. Um, See if you can go through that process with any goal that you have in mind and please report back to me. You should definitely feel lighter and more excited and more hopeful about that original intention. And if you really want to dive into dream body and learn all about the detailed mindset work that I go through in the course, um, I put the link in my bio. There's also, um, available until the end of this week, the dream body blueprint, which is three days of videos. It's all free. Just diving into the dream body process, food, freedom, dream body design, um, your beliefs, how your beliefs shape your body. It's super good. Um, I loved those live streams. Like I'm so proud of those live streams <laughs> and, um, I would love to see you in the course cause we start next week. So thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you.